Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. I want to say God bless you to all of the people of God today. I want to thank you for joining uh, the broadcast today. Uh, we have a beautiful topic that we're going to be talking about today. And so um, I just want to say to the people of God, as we uh, go on the air uh, with the audio and video, we ask that you would just stay with us here. Um and uh, enjoy the broadcast. I just want to thank God for each and every one. Well, praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we uh, just want to thank and praise God for you joining us today on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Uh, we want to go ahead and start uh, with a brief word of prayer, um, and then we'll get into our sidebar, and then we will uh, talk about our Bible uh, topic on today. And so we're going to ask uh, that you would stay with us. Uh, and go ahead and get your Bibles ready to um, be with us in this brief Bible study. So let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you once again for your manifold blessing. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy toward us. Father, we thank you, O God, for, O God, providing, O God, for the people of God and those that you're yet reaching out, calling to be saved. Look on, O God, the body of Christ. Look on, O God, those that you're calling to be saved honor repentance right now, even those that are viewing God, those that want to know you in a, oh God, a real way, touch them in a special way now. We pray for all of our leaders, oh God, our presiding bishop, assisting presiding bishop, our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison, and the entire Pentecostal Power Church body of believers, and even those, oh God, that are viewing with us, oh God, that we, oh God, come together as a people of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would save pray that you would deliver. And as we give you thanks, oh God, for, oh God, the things you've already performed, we give you all the glory and the praise. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase. And Father, we be careful to give you all the glory and the praise. Look on those that are sick among us, oh God, though there be many requests. We ask, oh God, that you would meet them at their point of need. Look on my niece, Naisha. Look on, oh God, my niece, Bridget. Look on our daughter, Gabrielle. Look on, oh God, all of the saints' children and the people of God as a whole. Look on my wife and family, Lord God. Continue to let your blood cover us. Look on my father, Willie, and the rest of the siblings, oh God. We ask, oh God, for your oh, provision of health, oh God, and strength. We thank you and we forever give you glory and praise. And we ask, oh God, ultimately that you would save in the midst, oh God, oh God, of what we're, oh God, oh God, walking in right now. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. We speak healing to those, oh God, that's requesting, oh God, healing for the infirmity that's in their bodies. By your stripes, they are healed. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. Amen. So we thank God for the prayer uh, on the broadcast today. And so we want to say to um, all of the people of God today, uh, we kind of was kind of pushing to get on the broadcast uh, uh, we are still uh, fine tuning some things for the people of God. And so we want to say to you today, uh, God bless you. As you know, in our sidebar, we want to say uh, we give our deepest condolence and uh, sympathy to the families of the loss of the loved ones in the, 
in Florida where uh, they're still recovering remains of uh, various loved ones. And so we want to say to those families out there that we're yet praying for you. Uh, and uh, we're praying that God will strengthen you uh, in what you're going through right now. Uh, even though it's a tragedy, we want to say uh, we uh, just hope that uh, the rescuers and those that are recovering would uh, recover the rest of the remains uh, of those that are still missing. And so uh, we're going to be praying for those families as well. Uh, as you know, uh, we had uh, a very, very uh, a good visit in our city uh, this week on last night. Uh, we had the Milwaukee Bucks playing uh, Phoenix Suns, and uh, we thank God for them defeating uh, the Phoenix Suns, even though I am a Bucks fan, we're not here to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. We're here to talk about Jesus Christ, the gospel, the good news, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But we are excited that the Bucks did win. And so, and as you know, uh, our pastor and wife anniversary is going to be this week, our bishop, rather, uh, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison and Lady Paulette Murchison. And so we want to salute them on their journey and with their labor of love and service. And so all of you that know Bishop Murchison and Lady Murchison, uh, if you can, please call them, uh, send them a token of love. Uh, however you want to do it, call them, send it in the mail, whatever you want to do, bless them for their labors because the Bible said the labor is worthy of his hire. And these are great people of God, very humble and sweet people. And we're praying for um, their continual healing as well as uh, God to strengthen them in the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we do honor God who's ahead of our life, our honorable pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison, to my own wife, Missionary Newsom, and to all the people of God. So just want to let you know in the sidebar, because we're kind of moving fast, that the appreciation services is going to start this Friday at 7 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. It will close at four o'clock on Sunday night. Our final service will be at 4 p.m. on Sunday night. And so um, if you'd like to join us and be with us uh, in those particular anniversary services, uh, we ask that you would join us um, uh, to be uh, there uh, in those appreciation services. So we can appreciate um not only our pastor, but those of you that know uh, Bishop Murchison, you all can, uh, you know, salute him and appreciate him uh, for his labor, love and service. And so we ask that you would do that. Um, that's going to be uh, this particular week, uh, starting on the 16th, the 17th uh, and the 18th, I believe. That's going to start uh, this particular week, the 16th, 17th and the 18th of July. And so we ask that you would come and support them in their uh, appreciation service. All right. And so we're looking to have a great high time in the Lord. And so now we want to move forward in our lesson today. <clears throat> Excuse me. We want to say to the people of God, God bless you uh, for tuning in. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Christian struggles. We, uh, Kind of got started on that, and I want to let the people of God know we we've been very very busy and diligent. Um, as you know, my father has had some health issues, and so we ask the saints to continue to keep him up in prayer. And so we kind of been very very uh, busy uh, helping and supporting him uh, with uh, medical appointments and things of that nature. And so um, that's the reason for uh, our kind of. I'm uh, not being on the broadcast uh, on the exact time because we're coming from doctor's appointments. And it's very, very difficult, Saints, to get uh, medical appointments now. I don't know if you've experienced it, but I'm experiencing it, you know, just helping out with my father that um, you can't get appointments. And this, I don't know, check it out. Maybe it's just my uh, network that my dad's in or whatever, but you can't get uh, appointments like you used to, you know, like within two or three weeks. They're talking about months now. So this COVID has really uh, thrown a lot of things off. But thanks be to God, um, we um, are still uh, able to get some appointments. And so we're grateful to the Lord for that. But let us go and talk on today. We want to talk on the subject matter of 
the Christian struggles. All right. And uh, we all have them. It doesn't matter how strong that you think you are and uh, that we think we are and that we might be. Uh, we all have Christian struggles. All right. And so we're going to go to a scripture. Uh, we're going to go to a scripture that uh, we'd like to go to, which is in Ephesians chapter three. All right. So that's our first scripture we're calling is Ephesians chapter three. And so we want to thank God for this scripture in verse number 14. So turn your Bible to Ephesians chapter three, verse number 14. And so we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about the Christian struggle. And we're going to talk about having the overcoming faith. All right. And we need to have our faith built up in these last days. All right. It says, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. All right. This is the, <laughs> this is the where in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. All right. And he says that you may be able to comprehend with all saints, what is the breadth the, and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ, which passed knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Hmm? Now, this is what we need to overcome, to have the overcoming faith. And then he goes a little bit farther here and he says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. The thing that we're facing today with all believers is the struggle is on the inside of us and it's taking place in the inner man. Hmm? And we need more power. <laughs> Praise God. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you from experience, we need more power from God. We should incorporate that as a part of our prayer makeup is, Lord, we need more strength from you. Now, the apostles had enough understanding to recognize uh, Jesus had said something to one of the apostles and, uh, they said, Lord, increase our faith because <laughs> they knew they weren't in the place, uh, that Jesus was speaking on to be able to overcome. And so when we find ourselves in an area of our walk in life where we have struggles and things that we're struggling and battling with, we need to do the first thing first is acknowledge to the Lord our weaknesses. Now, don't we know a lot of people like to broadcast their weaknesses on Facebook and call their friends and call all these other people that can't help you. I'm trying to help somebody today. We need to call on the Lord Jesus. We need to tell Jesus all about it. Praise God. Glory. And we can tell Jesus about our struggles. Praise God. You talking about some strength coming our way. You talking about power in the Holy Ghost, in the inner man. So that we will be able to ask those things in prayer and supplication that we can overcome. Praise God. And it's very, very important that we understand that the struggle is going to come. Praise God. All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So the struggle is going to come. So the struggle is not the object today of the discussion. It's the uh, uh, 
direction that we need to place our spiritual posture toward God so we can be strengthened in the inner man through prayer, through study of reading our word, huh? through uh, fellowship, uh, exhortation, through us comforting one another in this hope, praise God. A simple word of hope saying you can make it to your brother and sister hmm? helps us to battle the struggle. Praise God. And so the devil, oh, Lord, have mercy. The enemy job is to discourage us. The enemy job is to make you think Elder Newsom don't love you. And I'm letting you know today the devil is a lie. Your bishop love you, I love you, and the saints love you, praise God. And so we're here to tear down those walls and those barriers and those strongholds that handle, I mean, that that hinders, rather, the, uh, uh, the process of it being communicated effectively as believers one to another so we can get over the hump. Praise God, because if you go to thinking that you can't make it, you won't make it. If you go to thinking that, that oh, Lord, that nobody cares, and then the devil convince you that nobody cares. But we need to look at these scriptures, which is found, and I'm going to go back to it again, and we're going to read it over, and then I got another scripture for you. But we're going to go to Ephesians chapter uh, 3, verse number 14. Hmm? We only going to get strength through the spirit, hmm? the word of God and through the spirit. And, you know, of course, we can comfort one another and, and encourage one another. But I'm saying our primary source of strength comes from God. Now, let's take a look here. He says, for this cause, Paul says, I bow my knees unto the father, our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Hmm? So God, oh Lord have mercy. He said, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Hmm? And he says that he, the he, he's talking about Jesus Christ, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened. Glory, hallelujah, praise God. To be strengthened with might by his spirit, praise God. Where? In the inside, the inner man. And there's millions of believers that are hurting on the inside. They go into somebody's church, they sitting on somebody's chair or pew, but the inner man needs repair, needs restoration, needs comfort, praise God, need consolation. And so I want to let you know, you don't have to hurt any longer. You don't have to, oh Lord, hallelujah. You don't have to hurt any longer than the hurt has transpired. Sometimes we, we can bruise a part of our body, uh, bump our leg or our toe against something, and that injury can be temporary. If we would give uh, that particular injured part of our member the attention that it needs. It can be cared for and recover more swiftly than if we did, if we just continually to hurt that same spot. And what I'm saying to you today, we can continually be hurt in the same spot if we don't allow the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God and the Word of God to heal us and allow us to recover so we don't have to continue to struggle over the same thing over and over again. Hmm? Now, I want to say this. Some of you that were smokers, I'm just going to use this as a metaphor uh, for teaching. Some of you that smoke may can relate to me. Maybe maybe somebody, somebody else smoked. Maybe somebody else gambled. Hmm? Maybe somebody else had uh, a, a, a lion spirit. Okay? We'll use those three. Somebody smoked, somebody drank, and somebody else was a liar. Okay? Let's use those three analogies. Okay? Now, let's look at this now. If you smoked or drank or was a liar and you wanted to 
be delivered from that. Hmm? The first thing, the first thing, your first path to deliverance is first acknowledgement. Hmm? This is where we are. And these are the Christian struggles is the devil wants us not to acknowledge, you know, to God and even confess our faults one to another that we need help in certain areas. And we find ourselves repeating that same offense over. Hmm? First thing we got to do is acknowledge we have a problem. Second thing is stop going to buy the smoke, stop going to buy the drink, and then stop going telling the lie. Praise God. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. And then after we, after we stop doing those things, making the attempt, I'm saying making a face, uh, a full face effort to renounce those things. Now we can go to God, <laughs> praise God, and ask him to grant us, uh, according to uh, Ephesians 3 and 16, that he would grant you in your prayer, you should say, Lord, <laughs> I need you to grant me the riches of your glory that I may be strengthened. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. With might by his spirit. Because you know your spirit is still going to tell them lies if you keep, oh, Lord, have mercy. Your, your, your spirit is still going to want to drink if you don't get the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Your spirit still going, oh, Lord, do that wrong thing if you don't ask God to help you. And so this is where we are today. That verse number 17 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Hmm? How do we overcome? Christ got to be there. Hmm? And we need more of Jesus, praise God. I want to let you know we need more of Jesus to dwell in our hearts by faith. And you know what? So we can be rooted. Hmm? So we can be rooted and grounded in love. Hmm? You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna love this week and hate next week. Hmm? Cause that, that ain't the love of God. Hmm? That's your flesh working. Hmm? You're not going to love, you know, this one and hate that one. You're going to love everybody. Praise God. And you're going to make uh, every attempt possible to live peaceably with all men, according to the scripture. As much as lies within you, live peaceably with all men. These are the struggles that we face. And he says that we may be able to comprehend with all saints. Hmm? Now, oh, Lord, have mercy. And to know the love of Christ. How are we going to know the love of Christ if we don't acknowledge these struggles and uh, ask God to help us in the struggle? Hmm? That passes knowledge that we or ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. All right. Now, we want to talk about the fullness of God. Uh uh, I want to I want to let you see this here in uh, same chapter, same book. Uh, Ephesians. One and 20, which he wrought in Christ when he was raised from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and had put all things, look at this. He has put all things under his feet. This is why you need Christ. You know, I know people sing the song, I got the devil under my feet. You ain't got the devil nowhere if Christ ain't on top. Praise God. Christ got the devil under his feet. You don't have, oh Lord. And you got to have Christ in order to have the devil under your feet. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, if you're not walking right and you're not living right and you're not walking according to God's holy word, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to put your feet on the devil's neck. Praise God, because we can't do nothing with the devil without Christ. Praise God. Huh? Praise God. Look at this now. 
and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. Hmm? Man is the head of woman. Hmm? Praise God. Right? But Christ is the head of the church. Right? Which his body, the fullness of him, that fill it all in all. So I want to let you see here that you may know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now we can be filled with the fullness of God. If we allow God to strengthen us, look at this. Now he says now unto him that is able to do, do we believe in our struggle that God is able to do that, which exceeds our thought process? Because we don't believe God can exceed what we can think or ask. Then we're doubting already. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Because we limit God. This is the struggle we face. We'll come out of one victory and we'll doubt in another. We can see that with the apostles. We can see that with some of the prophets. We can see that with some of the contemporaries in the scripture. They faith wavered some point. Praise God. But Abraham is the father of faith. He staggered not at the promises of God. Hmm? Praise God. And we too must be like Abraham. Have the faith to overcome even the thing that we struggle with on the inside. And we got to acknowledge we having struggles. Praise God. I want to say this to you. He says here unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, uh, the world without end. This is talking about, this is, this is an eternal, hmm? this is an eternal power that's going to work through Jesus Christ. Not only why you here in the church, in this world, but it's going to even work when God grab us and snatch us out of here. Praise God. So what, what I'm trying to say to you, God power is not limited to time, place, or dispensation. Praise God. We're limited because we're not, oh, Lord, have mercy, because we're humans. We're limited in the amount of, uh, uh, of knowledge, strength, and power that we possess in our natural bodies. Praise God. This is why it's very, very important that we continue to have faith and believe God. So when the rapture take place, we will transform out of this earthly body into our spiritual body. And when we get that spiritual body, we will also, uh, glory be to God. We will also have <laughs> oh this glory that, oh, that waits us, praise God. And so, we're all waiting on transformation. So I just want to let you know, keep going through your struggle. Keep trusting and believing God. I want to say to you, uh, let me, uh, let me get this, uh, one other scripture here. I want, I want to, uh, go back to Romans here because we have struggle saints and, uh, I'm going to go back to Romans real quick. Um, Romans chapter 12. I want to talk about that. And then we can go back to Romans, uh, I think, chapter 8. I want to go back to Romans chapter 8. We're going to go to Romans chapter 12 real quick. Romans 12 and 1. It says, I beseech you, I, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Hmm? Now, living sacrifice. And it says, holy. A living sacrifice that is holy. Hmm? The first thing it must be, we got to present our bodies a living sacrifice. So the sacrifice that God is requiring of us in the church today, not a dead sacrifice, but a living sacrifice. That means our life must be pleasing to God. Hmm? 
And in order for our life to be pleasing to God, we got to present it holy. That's the first thing, which is acceptable unto God. This is what the scripture says. Hmm? Which is your reasonable service? We struggle. Hmm? We have uh, conflict in this body. And guess what? We still have to present our body a living sacrifice. We still have to do it. Regardless of how much pain we ingest or injustices may come upon us, we too still must have the right spirit and right understanding uh, and have faith toward God and present our vessels, our life, our vessel in sanctification and holiness. We got to present it. Hmm? which is our reasonable service. So we're not doing God any favor, saints, people of God. You're not doing God any favor because you are required to live holy. And he says, be not conformed to this world. That's the struggle we have in the church. That's the struggle we have with believers today. Is And to be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We constantly need our mind worked on by God, by his word. And we need to constantly ingest the word of God. So our mind can be refreshed by God's word and be renewed simply because we live in a world that's polluted. Praise God. We live in a world that's, that's full of temptation. Praise the Lord. And I don't know about you. Uh, the world love its own. And I want to let you know the world is full of temptation. If the world was not full of temptation, I wouldn't have never been out there in it. So I understand the plight of what it means to be uh, without God, to be sinful, to be a sinner, hmm? to be unrighteous. I know what that plight is. And I know the struggle that it entails and what it deals with, even though I may not know your struggle, praise God. I know it's not easy, praise God. Because the minute you want to serve God and give your life to God, everything, <laughs> everything breaks loose, praise God. Hmm? Everything goes wrong. And so I understand the plight in your struggle. But I want to let you know you can overcome. I want to let you know, my friend, brothers and sisters, my friend, those of you that are viewing today, you can overcome and you more than a conqueror through him that love you, Christ Jesus, our Lord. I want to let you know that the fight is already fixed and you are already victorious, praise God. But there's one thing that we must do. We must trust and believe the work that was done on Calvary Cross by Jesus Christ and come to him and give our lives to him in exchange for our sins. Praise God. Now, I, I think that's a great offer. I don't know about you, but that's a wonderful offer to give my, give my rugged, raggedy life that I can't do nothing with no way. I couldn't stop smoking, couldn't stop drinking, I couldn't fix, oh, <laughs> I didn't have the power to fix nothing, praise God. And still ain't got no power to fix nothing. But I gave my life to the Lord, and in exchange, he gave me eternal life. I think that's, I think that's a great offer. Praise God. Look at this, though. I'm getting out of here. I got to go. <laughs> I hope I encourage you today. But I want to say this to you. He says in verse two, and we're going to go to Romans eight real quick and get out of here. He says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable and perfect will of God. He said that you may prove it. Praise God. And sometimes people say, well, I don't have to prove nothing. But the Bible said, prove all things and hold fast to that, which is good. He says here. That he says that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable 
and perfect will of God. We cannot even get to the perfect will if we don't acknowledge the struggle. Hmm? To get into his perfect will, we must tell God all about our weaknesses, all about our struggle, all about the things that we deal with in this body, infirmities. Some of us sit, you know, and we don't want nobody to know we sit. I don't care if you know I'm sick. You can't heal me. <laughs> oh, Lord, let me let me get on out of here. You know what? Only God can heal me. And you know what? Oh, Lord, have mercy. God can heal. And guess what? We have to trust and believe in the struggle of our mind of the enemy fighting saints mind saying, Oh, you know, you, you going to die. You know, that's the first thing the devil put, you know, bring to your mind when you have an illness is that you going to die. But I want to say to the people of God, you shall live and not die. Hmm? But to declare the works of the Lord, that's what you're going to do. If you grab hold to faith and understand that the struggle is real. But be of good cheer, Jesus told the disciples, the apostles. He said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Because greater is he that is in you, glory, than he that is in the world. And so I want to I wanna leave it right there and say that to you. You know, um, you are overcomer and you are already victorious. I want to say this. The struggle is real. And the first thing the devil want to tell you is when you have an infirmity going on, is that you're going to die. But I want to let you know that you're not going to die. You are going to live to testify of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Because God is going to use you to be a testimony to somebody else that may be going through the exact thing, the same struggle, but you overcame. Praise God. And that's, that's what this thing is about. It's about the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to let you know, my friend, hey, glory be to God. Paul said, oh, Lord, have mercy. In Galatians chapter 2 and verse number 20, and he said, you know, he said, not I, but the Christ that liveth in me. Hmm? And so it's very, very important. I want to get that scripture real quick. Let me get Galatians 2 and 20. And I want to get go ahead and get on out of here because I'm, I'm I'm starting to roll out with these scriptures in my mind. But I want to get Galatians. Uh, uh, he said, uh, Galatians two and twenty. I, I'm going to get it. Let's see here. Galatians chapter two, verse number twenty. He said, "I am crucified with Christ. Hmm? I'm suffering with Christ. I'm crucified with Him." Hmm? But he says, "Nevertheless, I live." We got to doubt to us so Christ can live through us. Hmm? He says, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm about to have church all by myself today. Oh, Lord. He said, the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith of the Son of God who love me mm. in your struggle. Know that God love you. He said, mm, I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so saints don't frustrate the grace of God. Mm. For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So I want to let you know, be encouraged uh, as I get Romans eight, and we're going to get on out of here. We're going to pick it back up Wednesday. We're going to finish the Christian struggle. We're going to get into some, um, uh, oh, Lord, 17 works of the flesh. That's what we're going to get into when we talk about the Christian struggle. But we just want to start um, this part two. This is going to be a part three series this Wednesday if the Lord's will. And so we want to let you know here. Uh, we'll be back if the Lord's willing on Wednesday uh, at 1 o'clock p.m. And so. I want to go here uh, to um, Romans chapter eight. So I want to, I'm going to skip around here because I got to get out of here. We're going to skip around with the first 10 verses of uh, uh, Romans chapter eight. 
All right. We're going to skip around on those first 10 verses. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me. He says here, therefore, now there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Don't you know, not only young people struggle in their flesh, but old us old, oh Lord, us older adults do as well. Hmm? You know, we, we, we like to magnify and say, oh, the young people, they're struggling with their flesh. We struggle with our flesh too. Praise God. And we got to stop telling these young people that they the only ones struggling in their flesh. We struggling in ours too. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. Oh Lord, let me, let me go. Cause I ain't no two different fleshes. It ain't but one flesh. I don't want to, I want to make sure I teach this Bible class, right? There's only one flesh. All <laughs> I'm saying, according to, for, for human beings. Okay. All flesh is flesh. Okay. I just want to let you know, but your flesh is no better than my flesh. Cause Paul said in Romans seven in me, that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. So you might have, you, you just might have a little uh, sweeter fragrance on your flesh than I do mine, but your flesh ain't no better. It may smell better. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Lord have mercy. It may smell a little better, but it ain't no better in terms of what it'll do. And I want to make sure I let you know, he says here in Romans, therefore now there is no condemnation to them, which are in Christ Jesus. You are condemned. You're feeling condemned on Sunday. You're feeling condemned on Bible class. You're feeling condemned when the preacher go to talking about sin because your flesh is in the wrong place. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Glory. You didn't sin against God, and now you mad with the preacher because the preacher telling you to get right. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at this. But you don't have to be condemned. Hmm? You can just say, ouch. Help me, Lord, and find yourself doing better and not be back in that place again. Praise all. He says, for the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. If you still sinning, you are not free. And don't let nobody tell you, young people and old people and middle aged people and all people. Don't let nobody tell you because you can do everything in your flesh you want to do that you free. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You bound. That's what's going on with a lot of these folk. Talking about, oh, you still over there trying to live holy? And now I can go, man, I can go do all this and that. I can smoke weed. Well, you keep smoking weed. Let's find out. We'll find out if there's a weed smoking room in heaven, which I know it ain't. But these are the problems we have in Christendom. People are doing all kinds of things and saying, Oh, I'm going to make it with the Lord anyhow. You're not going to go to heaven anyhow. Praise the Lord. You're going to have to repent to get saved, and you're going to have to keep repenting to stay saved. Praise God. Look at this now. I'm getting out of here, y'all. I got to go. He says, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. Hmm? God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. This is why you need Jesus. Your flesh ain't going to, Lord have mercy, your flesh ain't going to never get right. Some people say, I'm going to go to church when I get right. You ain't going to never get right. It's going to take the blood of Jesus to get you right. Praise God. Because where there's, oh Lord, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin, praise God. And I won't let you know Christ was offered to bear the sins of many and to them that look for him. Glory. Oh, Lord, let me get out of here. Shall appear the second time without sin under salvation. And I won't let you know today the Bible said in Hebrews 4 and 12. Oh, Lord, the word of God is quick and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it's piercing even the divine of soul and spirit. John Samara, and it knows the intent of the heart and it's a discerner. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But did it also say in Hebrews, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. The struggle is real. But was tempted as all points like as we are, yet without sin. So, saints, I want to let you know the struggle is real. You can overcome. You can make it. But you don't have to sin. Praise God. The Bible says every man sin when 
lust is conceived, huh? When lust is conceived, huh? It brings forth sin. Every man is tempted, rather. Every man is tempted when he's, you know, <laughs> Lord have mercy, enticed. Hmm? Every man is tempted when he is enticed, huh? And when sin gets finished, huh? Uh, well, when, when lust is conceived, uh, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it's finished, it brings forth death. So I want to let you know, you don't have to keep walking in death because Jesus came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. I got to get out of here, my friend. <laughs> I had some more things going in my mind today to share with you, uh, but I need to finish out this little piece in Romans. He says here, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. And so I want to encourage you today, walk in the spirit saints. So you will have less struggle in the flesh. Strive to walk in the spirit. Repent if you got to repent. Confess if you need to confess. Get on the altar and call on Jesus. Praise God. And if you got to cry, cry. If you got to be embarrassed, be embarrassed. I'd rather be in, oh Lord, I'd rather be, oh Lord, embarrassed by few. Praise God. Than to be rejected by many. Praise God. So I want to let you know. God came so you would not have to have this great, struggle and I'm not telling you that you're not going to continue to have struggle we're going to have this struggle until Jesus come back and get us out of here I'm, I want to make sure I let you know we're going to have this battle this dual nature is going on in our flesh I'm not dealing with no theological stuff I'm dealing with fact you got flesh and spirit working and you must make sure that the spiritual man is on top because what you feed is what will grow. And if you find yourself getting upset and holding malice and, and you know, becoming argumentative and stuff like that, you got to know that uh, you need to get back on that altar and you need to fast and you need to pray and you need to get that flesh under subjection. And fasting ain't to, you know, do nothing with the devil. Fasting is to get yourself under control. Praise God. Go to Isaiah 58. You want to look at the proper fast, look at Isaiah 58. But I got to get out of here. But I want to say to the people of God, the carnal mind is enmity against God. And your carnal mind is never going to tell you to do nothing spiritual. It's always going to tell you, oh, I, I'll come to prayer the next time. When prayer time come up, the carnal mind going to say, oh, you, you know, you know, you know, you got to go get that uh, lobster or go, go, you know, pay that bill right around prayer time. You got to start telling your flesh, no, I'm going to go pray. And then this bill going to have to wait. <laughs> Let me go. Lord have mercy. You got to tell your flesh, no, you're not going to eat today. You're going you on time out. Praise the Lord. These are the things that we need to do to uh, abate these Christian struggles. And I want to let you know, God has blessed us that we may be triumphant and that we can have the overcoming faith to overcome. I want to let you know, you have all the things that God has equipped us with the fullness of God, but you must walk in the word of God to be able to be empowered to walk according to the spirit, the law of the spirit. It's not going to happen just because you know a few scriptures. It's not going to happen because you've been in church 20 years. You're going to have to practice what you preach. That means you're going to have to get on that altar. You're going to have to repent. You're going to have to call on God. You're going to have to tell God that you're sorry. These are the basic fundamental principles to be strengthened in these Christian struggles that we deal with. So we can have the true victory that we found in 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. It said, but be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so we don't want our labors to be in vain, uh, after going through all these struggles and still miss out with God, we want to hear the Lord say, well done, thy good 
and faithful servant. We want to hear him say, come up hither, thy work is done. And so that's what we want to do, saints. We want to keep going through and dealing with this Christian struggle. If you want to really look at uh, some in-depth points of the Christian struggle, go to Romans 7 and 7 and read it out to verse 25. These are all the struggles. Paul had them. And you will have them. But the Bible says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver us from the body of this death? Praise God. He said, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Get your flesh under control. Get your flesh, uh, you know, tell your flesh to stop. And if you don't have power to tell your flesh stop, you need to call your pastor, your bishop, some spiritual uh, prayer leaders, according to Ephesians 6, tells us, you know, uh, if your brother be overtaken with a fault, ye with your spiritual restore such a one in spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest ye also be tempted. You need help from God. But don't continue to struggle knowing that you're weak and you need help. When all that you need, you can find it in the word of God. And so may God bless you. We're going to leave it right there. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, we want to say God bless you. want to thank God for all of you that joined us today on the, the Podbean Live. And we also on YouTube and Facebook. So we're broadcasting on all three now. And so we just want to let the, let the people of God know that we're broadcasting on video uh, on YouTube and Facebook. And we're also on uh, the uh, podbean.com. Uh, you can go F-I-G-I-T-V forward slash dot podbean.com and you'll find us right there. You must subscribe to uh, be able to get these uh, subscription and get the notification daily when we're broadcasting on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you'd like to support us, please do that as well. Um, we solicit your support. But the main thing we want you to share uh, the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ with others. I want to thank Truth. Uh, I want to thank Missionary Newson, uh, Mother Flowers, uh, and uh, Mark, uh, I believe Mark 19. I want to thank all of you that have joined us to be on the broadcast today. We love you and God bless you in Jesus' name.